Your body cannot lie about your discipline. Your bank account cannot lie about your discipline. Your marriage cannot lie about your discipline. Your family, your life, your accomplishments, your achievements, how you look at yourself. You cannot lie about your self-discipline. The other day, one of you guys sent me a, um, a message on my social media. And you said, hey, there's this guy. He posted a video of you and your wife um, walking across a beach in Florida. Now we're all jacked and shredded. It's Florida. We're on the fucking beach. She's in a sexy ass little bikini and I'm in a pair of shorts. What else do you wear on a beach? It's 88 degrees outside. I'm 50 and my wife is 44. Your body is your resume. Your body is your resume. So I made a video. I grabbed my phone and I said, listen, this is normal. This is normal. If you guys, if you guys have seen the video, you guys have seen the video. If you haven't, it's really irrelevant. The point is, is that this is normal. This, how we look, this is normal. I'm a 50-year-old man. I work out every single fucking day. So does my wife. We eat normal food. We don't eat anything weird. We don't take anything weird. We don't spend hours in the gym. We don't deprive ourselves of food that we like. We eat donuts every fucking Sunday. And this guy went, you should, I'll get into it in a second. This was hilarious. I laughed so hard when I saw this. Because number one, if you're a hater and you're listening to this, keep sharing my shit. I fucking own you, bitches. Because I live in your head rent-free. You talk about me. You hate on me. You remind, you, you get into my feed and start reminding me of past transgressions. Motherfucker, I've moved on already. I have a great life. I have such a kick-ass life. I'm married to the sexiest woman on the planet for 18 years. I have two great kids. We make a shit ton of money helping other people make a shit ton of money. Our coaching program, The Inner Circle, helps people build their fitness business online and their just, just generally their online business. Give me any business. I'll scale it. Give me any business. I'll scale it. I guarantee it. And the Spartan Army, our fitness company, nobody gets transformations like we do. None. Because we actually give a fuck about people. But being fit and strong and muscular is normal. It's normal. You go back 50 years, it was required. The problem isn't the way you are right now. The way you are right now is, is a history of bad decisions if you're overweight. The way you are right now, if you're broke, is a history of bad decisions. If you're alone, it is a history of bad decisions. You can disagree all you want, but you can trace it back to some point in time when you went, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have eaten that. I shouldn't have smoked that. I shouldn't have drank that. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have gone there. You can look back at all of the things because if you ask anybody that's in a situation that they don't like right now, if you could go back in time and change one thing, they're always going to remember what the one thing is that they wanted to change, which means it was your fault. But times, times have changed. People look outside of themselves for a solution. And it's not cliche. It doesn't matter what, if you can present a loser with all of the means to become successful, they will fuck it up and stay a loser. You can present somebody with hundreds of millions of dollars. Lottery winners are a great example. 2.3 years later, they're broke. Fact check me, motherfucker. 
because they don't have the financial maturity to handle all that money because they didn't do the work and suffer and go through the struggle to get there. I have a buddy of mine, really good friend of mine. He's a billionaire, a genuine billionaire. The guy was $600,000 in debt. In debt. His whole life was upside down. He was literally stacking failure after failure after failure after failure. His name's Howard Paines. Look him up. Fuck, I love the guy like a brother. He's a good dude. But he struggled to get, he begged people to invest in his company. Do you know that? He begged people, please invest in my company. This is going to check out. You guys are going to be rich. I'm going to change the world. Nope. Him and his partner. When they got bought out, two people. Billions, not billion. Billions. Billions. That's how, them, how much they cashed out. They weren't lucky they put in the work. But you know what people do? Yeah, but they're lucky. No, they're not lucky. They were better than you are right now, whatever it is they're doing. But they started the same way you did. Crawling around on the floor with rubber pants on, shitting your pants underneath a dining room table. Stop thinking that somebody else has it different than you just because they're ahead of you. They made better decisions. Make some better decisions. Like, before someone gets, listen, like, your body, like I said, is your resume. And before somebody gets all butt hurt and pissed off and says that, well, what? Because, you know, you're ripped and you're jacked and you're lean and you're strong. That means you're superficial and you have no self-worth. Absolutely the opposite. Absolutely the opposite. Yago D'Souza, he's the, um, he's a jujitsu professor where we go at 316. And he's a badass. Look him up. He's won the world title so many times. He is a, a nasty jujitsu competitor. Fuck, he's good. And you know what he said one time we were talking? He's such a good man. And he goes, you know, the body cannot lie about this. Think about that. He's right. Your body cannot lie about your discipline. Your bank account cannot lie about your discipline. Your marriage cannot lie about your discipline. Your family, your life, your accomplishments, your achievements, how you look at yourself. You cannot lie about your self-discipline. You cannot. Because if you are fat and sloppy, you chose that. If you are broke, you chose that. And before somebody argues, well, what about the kid in Syria that has their, sit, their, their town bombed? Listen, arguing the extremes on either end is weak. And it's a place that cowards go. Argue the meat in the middle. If you're broke, you chose that. If you're alone and you don't like it, you chose that. If you're fat and sloppy and gelatinous and overweight and obese, it's not big bones. It's not the food industry. It's not your mortgage or your, your fucking refrigerator. It's not that the gym was closed. You know, COVID did. It exposed everybody, by the way. That's my favorite thing. People, oh, I don't my gym's closed. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, when you are ripped and jacked, it proves you have value. It proves you have discipline. It proves that you can see things to completion. It proves it. This is your resume. You can't lie. It doesn't matter if you walk into a room 
and you were all ripped up. You have no idea when we walk in, my wife and I walk into a room, everybody looks at us. She is a hundred times better looking than I am. It's not because of how good looking. It's because of how fit we are. They look at us and go, fuck. And they always think a couple of different things. One, must be nice. That's one. Two, well, look at all the attitude on these two all jacked, sticking out, just fucking covered up already. And three, they put in the work. The third opinion is the one that matters. Ultimately, the one that matters the most is ours of each other. The problem is, like this social media guy, this guy tried to attack us. This is the funniest part. I, I got to talk about this because it's hilarious. This guy tried to attack my wife and I for saying that being this way is normal, that being fit and, and the way we look is normal. My grandparents lived into their 90s. My grandpa drove a school bus until he was 90 years old. At 60 years old, he manhandled the shit out of me like I was a rag doll. I was 15 years old. I lipped off. I deserved every second of it. He was so strong and he was jacked. My dad, before he started making poor decisions about his health, he was a crazy soccer player, 50 years old, jacked, could run even before he passed away. His legs were massive. Being fit and being strong is normal. You got convinced by some sloppy, fat, weak motherfucker that it's not normal, that holding your values for yourself. Listen, nobody that's fat likes it. Nobody that's, that's broke likes it. Nobody that's alone and doesn't want to be that way likes it. Nobody goes to bed every night and goes, God, I hope I wake up tomorrow, you know, more alone, more miserable, fatter, sloppier, and more broke than I was when I went to bed. Nobody ever goes to bed like that. But yet you guys fight for that as if that's, that's going to matter. You, you guys fight to stay there because you just, you need to validate where you are. You need to validate where you are. Nobody gives a fuck where you are because you have no worth for yourself. This guy, he went on and on and on. You should, some of the shit, first of all, he goes, because we talked about how it's normal and this is what he says. I wrote it down because it's hilarious. He goes, the fact that they show their bodies first shows that they only have value in their body and they have no self-worth. And then he goes on to say this. They obviously spend all day at the gym, they deprive themselves all the time when they eat, they're miserable, and they definitely inject things into themselves all the time. And the fact that they show themselves again shows that they have no, they're, they're soft and weak and have no self-worth. Outside of their body, they have no value. You should see this sloppy, weak motherfucker. So <laughs> this guy's funny. He, he's the guy that he reposted this video, by the way, and it, like all he did was, give me more people to look at or give me more people to see my stuff. He's known for attacking people. I'm not going to give his name. You guys can look him up. I'll put it on my social media. I don't really care. This guy is some goofy looking guy with like, he is the dorkiest looking dude. He's got this confused look on his face. He's got these string bean arms in a, in a wife beater. And his entire, all the people that I looked at in the comments were the most entertaining because they all sided with his opinion. Now, listen, I don't, I don't give a shit if you side with somebody else's opinion. As long as it's an opinion that's going to benefit you. This was siding with an opinion to not work out. That there's no value in being fit. That we are not the norm. And the problem with that is, is that we are the norm. If you are fat and sloppy and weak and you're coming up with reasons why you're like that, 
you're not the norm. Just because there's a ton of you doesn't mean that it's the norm. Go one step further. Animals in the wild. Find me one that's obese. One. I'll wait. You can't. Domesticated animals get cancer. Domesticated animals are fat. Animals in nature do not get cancer and they are not fat. What's the one common denominator? Humans. Listen, you stupid fucks. I have no sympathy. You'll fight to argue to stay fat because you don't want to do the work, yet you did the work to get there. And now you think it's somebody else's responsibility to fix the problem. It's, God, it's unbelievable. This is what's happening in society. Like strength and value and self-worth and success, they're all vilified. But they're never vilified by the people that are winning, that are doing the work, that are, that are in the trenches, gutting it out and gritty as fuck, taking the hate from all you weak motherfuckers that hate on everybody for all of the shit that you want. That's the problem. And then you go gravitate towards weak little simps like this who couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag, but they, they scoop up all the other fat sloppy moms out there that are like, he, yeah, they're right. You should, like, it was hilarious because the, the comments were the most entertaining section. There were all these, like, and I went down the rabbit hole and we looked at all these and we were just laughing our asses off because of the validation. Listen, I don't think it's funny if you're overweight. I think it's embarrassing. I don't think you should be made fun of. So if you think everything I just said is making fun of you, it's not. It's telling you the truth. So if you think the truth is making fun of you, you know what? You know where this came from. Life's tough. Get a helmet. Stop being so soft. People don't like the truth because it hurts, but it gets you to make a change. You don't want to hear it because you want to stay where you are and you want everybody else to accept you. But I don't accept you if you're fat and sloppy. I don't. Like coffee, coffee's just the villain, right? It's the devil. But there's at least 150 things about coffee that are good for you. There's nothing bad about coffee, by the way. That's yet another thing I heard somebody is, coffee is so bad, it's unauthentic energy. Get the fuck out of here. God, fixes liver problems, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, cancer, gut problems. It cures up, God, glucose uptake. Insulin resistance, I, like so many things. Get the fuck out of here that it's bad for you. Yeah, I'm in that mood. But you should see all the comments. This, I, the first one I saw was, oh, it's so nice of them to volunteer to clean my house so I have time to go to the gym. Because in the video, now I remember I said, message us, we'll help you. We train less than an hour every day, less than an hour. And if somebody just went, well, yeah, but there's also driving to the gym and taking a shower and getting your clothes and do blah, blah, blah. Put a gym in your own house, dumbass. Well, I live in an apartment. Walking's free. I could do this all day. I could give you a body weight workout that you could cycle through every fucking day. You could do it in your living room. If you stop shoving Twinkies and Holos in your bark hole, there's no such thing as a carb addiction before you start talking about that either. Learned helplessness. And you guys all cling to it. Do better. But the, you should like, oh, they're volunteering to clean my house for me. They're volunteering to watch my three kids. Wait till she has kids. We've got two, 14 and 17. She worked out all the way up until the day that our kids were born. She doesn't spend all day in the gym. My mother-in-law and my father-in-law are both kind of sloppy. 
My mom, pretty sloppy. My dad died sloppy. So we don't have great genetics. We have great decisions. We make good choices. You know, they were like, oh, well, they, they don't have kids. They don't have to go to work. They're going to work my nine to five so I can go to the gym. They're going to pay all my bills so I can spend all this time in the gym. All I heard were excuses after excuses on this guy's post. And it made me realize that that's where people live, except excuses only sound good to the people that are making them. And they only make, they're there to make you feel better about quitting. No excuse that you've ever made has ever helped you ever. It's never helped you become more fit, make more money, have a better marriage, have a better relationship with your kids. It's never gotten you anywhere you want to go. So how can you look at someone else and judge their circumstances based on your lack of accountability? You can't. That's where their excuses came from. They came from this people with a lack of accountability to themselves or for themselves. Like I have one lung, man. And I've never once used it as a crutch. I don't sit there and go, why? I, I run less because I have one cylinder. My left lung is gone. I've been through cancer multiple times. I met my wife and I, I had less than nine months to live according to the people who wanted to tell me how long I'm going to be here. That was 18 years ago. Most medical doctors can fuck right off. Most healthcare professionals can also fuck right off. You guys are in it for profit. You guys are in it for disease management. You guys are in it for yourselves. And at five o'clock, you motherfuckers that, that destroy lives, you guys go home at five o'clock while the people that you're hurting have to live with your decisions because they trusted in you. Fuck you. That's what I say. Pharmaceutical companies, fuck you. They'll probably pull this podcast because I said that I don't care. Because the byproduct of all those bad decisions is that people were believing you. But I, I know more personal trainers who have so much more knowledge about making people stronger, healthier, handling problems and disease processes than doctors. My buddy, Phil Daru. This guy is so fucking smart. He knows how to get you to move better, how to be stronger, how to fight better, how to jump better, how to run better. He's not a doctor. He knows more than most doctors I've ever met. And I've been a doctor for 20 plus years. See, the problem is people look at a guy like that and they go, well, this guy, Phil. Yeah, but he's just a trainer. He's not just a trainer. I know hundreds of these people. And. Jeff Cavalier, another one. Yeah, oh, okay, great. He's, he's, a, he's a physical therapist. He doesn't practice. You know what he does? Wants people to move better, function better, be better humans. He's just not as aggressive and, and opinionated as me. So what? I'm me. I'm not changing for you. I'm going to stay who I am. Why? Because I fucking like me. I don't look in the mirror and poke holes in who I am and say, I fucking hate that guy like you guys do. I've spent years bettering myself. I came out of the hospital 29 months ago and I didn't have a choice. I had to change. I was one cylinder down. 
one lung gone and a liability to my family. I didn't have the money. I didn't have the health. I didn't have the body and I didn't have the mindset. And I changed all of it in one day. One. I kissed my wife, went into surgery, woke up with garden hoses coming out of my side. Going, holy fuck, what just happened? And I changed everything. And I've never missed. Not once. I've never fucking missed a day. Not one. Not one. Sick, healthy, tired, doesn't pissed off, happy. It didn't matter. I've never missed a day. And I document everything. Like, my wife and I, we have the same responsibilities as you. What, because we live in a big house? We're building a bigger one. We just walked the pad today, how big it's going to be. Holy fuck, this house is going to be big. So what? I also grew up in a 600-square-foot house. I promised my wife 18 years ago. When we met, we got married. Our house was about 1,700 square feet. Beautiful little house. Cool. I actually would have stayed in it. Just had, It was a 1,700-square-foot house on a 2,500-square-foot lot. The backyard was about this big. But my wife said, I want to live on a farm with animals and stuff. And I thought, all right, babe, I'm going to make it happen. And I had no idea how I was going to do it. I was broke. I was sick. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. But I knew damn well that I was going to do it for her. I worked out then. I worked out while I was on chemo. I puke in a bucket. I'd have bruises. I'd cough up blood. I just wouldn't quit. How? How can you look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself permission to quit and judge people that are fit, that are rich, that have the life that you want? How can you look at anyone? How can you look at my wife and me and go, fuck them for being fit and healthy and saying that it's normal? When it is, you just don't like that it's not easy. You just don't like that it requires work. You just don't like that it's not the opinion that supports your problem, which is being fat and sloppy and making excuses. And you go, well, you're offending me. Good, be offended. I'm going to be much more offensive. Buckle up, baby. Like we have the same responsibilities as you. We still pay mortgages and debts. We still make payments on things. We... We still have to manage our, our children and our life and our family. And my wife still cooks food. She's a better cook than me. That's why I'm saying she cooks food. I cook food. I made cookies with my son last night from scratch, not from a box. My son and I in the kitchen made chocolate chip butterscotch cookies. They're fucking epic. Why? Because after dinner, I was like, I really want some chocolate chip cookies. And there were none. So I was like, fuck it. We'll just make them. My son and my wife had made them the other day. I ate like 10 of them. So they were all gone. Yeah, exactly. Like even that, like for this, this fucking butts on social media to go, ah, they deprive themselves. I fast every Friday to Saturday. I don't feel hungry when I fast. It's weird. These people go, you know, starving yourself like that isn't good for you either. Autophagy is one of the coolest fucking things your body knows how to do. Let it do the job. I have a friend of mine who he and I both agree. He's like, holy shit, I've never felt so good in my life. I actually am kind of apprehensive to eat half the time because I'm like, shit, I don't want to feel shitty. I feel amazing when I don't eat because my body's doing all the good things. Hunger, 
I bypass it with coffee. And I'm sure somebody's like, see, see, you have to use something to get through it. No, I like coffee. It just happens to also curb hunger. I fast for 18 hours. I eat for six. You can't do that to put on a bunch of muscle. So I don't do it every day. If I ever get sick, I fast. You know why? Because I'm better in 24 hours. I provide no fuel for all the bad things and let my body do its job. But there's nobody out there. One of my friends, Brad Lee, he, uh, he does 18-6 fasting, intermittent fasting. He does it every day. We did a podcast and I, I coached his group. And then we went out for lunch to, um, oh God, I forget the name of the steakhouse. It was good, man. It was, it was fucking good. It was in Vegas at the end of the strip, um, close to the airport. And fuck, it was good. And me and uh, myself and my, Brandy, myself and, uh, and Brad, we sat there and you got this giant steak and this bowl of fruit with cream on it. And it was fucking great. Brad has lost so much weight and has gotten so much more chopped up doing intermittent fasting. He's like 6'3 and like 220. He's a big, solid dude, man. And he's a good guy. And, you know, we were talking on the podcast and even he said, he goes, you know, what? He goes like, I could eat, but I'm not starving. I talk to him all the time. He's never going, holy shit, Trev, I'm ravenous. That's ridiculous. So anybody that says, well, you know what, just monitoring your calories and understanding how to eat properly. If there is an easier way, why didn't, why wouldn't you do it? God, it's like this one guy, he's like, I'll put my master's degree up against the, the, some PhD that goes and gets a Nobel prize, Dr. Azumi and, and, you know, fuck you, Trevor, and my 30 years experience and all this, get the fuck out of here, you clown just because it goes against your narrative doesn't mean you need to go off. All that does is show that you don't like that. I said something that's going to probably contradict what you're telling your clients. That's going to probably take away from your business because now they don't need you here. I'll make it easy. You want to have a diet. That's very easy to follow for anybody. And here's the other part. I made a post about autophagy. I know I kind of went off script here, but I went on a post on autophagy and I showed donut day. I don't eat donuts every day, you dumb fucks. I eat donuts on Sunday. That's it. Every other day, I eat normal food. I had two tacos last night and a lime and I think two chocolate chip butterscotch cookies because I made them with my son. I eat normal fucking food. You wouldn't believe all the people like, oh, that's so, you can't eat like that and get lean. I don't eat donuts all day. I never said it either, but that's what people pick out. They extract the information that supports their narrative. That's why you guys are fucking broken as a society. What people need to do, like we have the same responsibilities as you, right? Just so we're clear. We don't have anything different. The only difference is we have a studio outside that I walk out to and we train out there. Why? Because we like training here. If you don't have a gym, walking's free. Go buy P90X, man. You need nothing. You don't even need dumbbells. You can do it without it. He has you working out with paper plates. Come on, man. Tony Horton put it together right. You got no excuse. You just don't like the answer. Like what a lot of people need to do is stop seeking support for their history of poor decisions. Like do the adult thing. Handle your shit. Like, listen, I agree. Food quality is bad. Water quality is bad. All your decision. My wife, when she was sick last week, I was going, I went to Gloria's. You guys probably saw the poster with Gloria's. I got it's her favorite restaurant. Then I went to Giovanni's. And these are all great restaurants. They don't use shitty food, except the problem is they do. 
Because when my wife cooks, I feel amazing. When I eat any of that stuff, nah, questionable. I don't feel so good. And the problem with that is, I think most people get takeout thinking that it's good food because they're like, well, I'm getting it from a great restaurant. Did you make it yourself? No, it's probably not what you think it is. Like you are in your situation based on your history of thoughts and actions. That's it. You put yourself into being broke. You put yourself into being obese. You put yourself into being fat and sloppy and alone. If you don't want to be alone, I have to say that because somebody's like, well, I'd like being alone. Listen, nobody likes being alone. You put yourself into being depressed and having anxiety and you think someone else is responsible for fixing all that shit. You alone are responsible. You put yourself there. Do you deserve help? Absolutely. If you ask for it, not if you expect it or demand it or think it's somebody else's responsibility to get your fat ass skinny. Most of you guys don't want to listen to what somebody says anyway, because they're, well, I can't starve myself. Why would you want to? Go back to what I just told you to do. Just do intermittent fasting. Listen, it's not the be all end all. It'll work for a ton of people and some people just fucking hate it. Then get a little willpower and control the stuff that you put in your bark hole. Like I said, our grandparents, they died in their 90s and they worked on a farm. I don't think they ever left to go get groceries, to be honest. My grandma, every time I woke up and I would come downstairs when we were there for a couple of weeks, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, my grandma was up making breakfast and pies. Fuck, she made pies all the time. I don't know if I ever actually saw my grandpa eat except at dinner, now that I think about it. Like all of you guys, you got to do better, man. Because our grandparents and your grandparents, they had responsibilities and duties and obligations. And they respected all of that. And all of you guys shit talking. Everyone else who's winning, everyone else who has all of the things that you quit on, like the fit, the rich, the people with the business you wanted to start or the one that you quit on, you know, like you're all thinking about your, your rights and your privileges and your demands and that you should all be accepted. But I don't accept somebody who doesn't fucking accept themselves. Like when you stop looking for support to stay in a situation that you don't even want. You don't even want it, man. That's when you start to make changes because that's what you start to see. You can argue all you want. You can give this one star. You can hate on this podcast. You can get into my YouTube comments and be like, I fucking hate you, you bald bearded asshole. I really don't care. Nobody who's fat or broke or alone and doesn't want to be that way wants more of that. Like you don't. You don't. It's funny, I got this at a wedding for all of you guys that are listening. My buddy JT, this guy's a special forces guy. He's a badass. He's a good dude. And uh, I like him. I miss him. I haven't talked to him for a long time. He's a really good guy. And uh, just gangster. One day we did Murph and he did Murph with an oxygen deprivation mask on and an American flag. He looked like Bane because he's bald and fuck, he's, he's just funny. But at his wedding, they gave out these coffee cups. And, and I realize this is as off script as possible, but it says Trevor on it. And I use this thing all the time. But back to training. Listen, like my wife and I work out for less than an hour every day. In fact, I ran my camera just to see how long I was actually working out. Not the length of the time I was out there, but how long I was actually working out. 
between seven and 19 minutes, I'm actually moving. I've had a couple where they're like maybe 30, 40 minutes. Like the gladiator takes a long. If you guys know the workout you do, if you don't send me a message, I'll send it to you. It's fucked up. It's ugly. But you, you don't need to spend hours in the gym. It doesn't help anybody. Dorian Yates, he's a friend of mine. Dorian Yates is a good dude, man. And he never trained more than an hour. If you guys don't know who Dorian Yates is, look him up. The guy's a beast. And he put in the work. And all the excuses you're about to come up with doesn't matter. And listen, for everybody that sits there and goes, well, yeah, you can just gain all this muscle. You can be jacked and fit and X, Y, Z, whatever the hell you want to fill in. If you take a bunch of anabolics, it doesn't work like that. You can't, there's a couch right here beside me. That's what I'm pointing at. You can't sit on that couch taking thousands of milligrams of testosterone and get jacked. You'll still be a fat, sloppy fuck if you don't do anything. It doesn't make working out easier. It doesn't make your results any better. It allows you to put in more work and recover faster. So if people go, okay, well, that still is an advantage. Yeah, that's why they're called PEDs, dumbass. Nobody disagreed. But it's not a magic pill. In fact, anybody I know that's on performance-enhancing drugs works out 10 times harder because they can, because they recover. But that doesn't mean if you're not that you can't train if, like, and do all kinds of hard things. My, my, my wife always says to my daughter, remember, you can do hard things. Maybe you should say that to yourself. Stop looking for reasons to support staying where you don't want to be. Like we work out for less than an hour. We eat normal food. Here's, you want my supplement list? You ready? You guys might want to, might want to write this down. Vitamin C, zinc, I wrote it down here. Omega-3, it's from um, uh, Professional Complementary Health Formulas. D3, same company. Uh, water and a shit ton of coffee and regular food. The reflex of current society is disbelief in the means to acquire that which they want. So you cover up your laziness with disbelief. You know, there's no way like, they have that much money just doing X, Y, Z. I looked them up on Google and it says their net worth is a million dollars. How does it say? He's walking around saying he's got 50 million. Right? Because Google's always accurate. You know, there's no way that they're that fit just by doing that workout and eating food like that. There's no possible way. They have to be taking all kinds of stuff and doing all kinds of things and living in the gym and they have no life and they live this tight, restricted, shitty ass life. Fuck, have you seen what we eat every single Friday and Saturday and Sunday? I've debated on posting my food every single day just so you guys can see what I eat. I ate cookies last night. Fuck. I just don't eat like an asshole all the time. You know, the Spartan Army, just so you understand, it's primarily I built it for dads because it, dads just, you, we're being beat up and vilified and, and ostracized because first of all, you should be a man. Not a little boy, not a little bitch, not a soft little, I have to, listen, if you got to lock your phone in a lockbox, by the way, there's, I keep seeing this post, it makes me want to throw my phone. I put my phone in my lockbox at eight o'clock. How little willpower do you fucking have? Just don't do it. All your kids see is a boy that can't control himself around a video game. Because that's what I see. Just be a man, do man shit, pick up heavy things, put them down, protect and provide 
for your spouse, your wife. There's men and women, by the way. There's no more than two genders. Take care of your kids. Be athletic, by the way. Men should be athletic. That's why I made the Spartan Army. Men should be athletic because kids are born athletic and then parents fuck it all up. Everybody's an athlete. Watch what kids do. They run, jump, play, climb, do all kinds of athletic things. Parents allow them to not be that way. My parents used to kick me out of the house. I had chores and I had more chores and then I had more chores. And when that was all done, it was come home when the streetlights come on. They didn't want to see me. Get your ass outside. I didn't play video games. I don't care if you do. That better not be your whole life. But if you can't control yourself and you have to section off and, and quarantine yourself from the rest of your family or your day, and you have to, you're so regimented because you have no self-control, that doesn't make you a man. Listen, I don't care if you have calluses on your hand like me, but be a man. If you struggle to figure out what a man is, go back in history. Look what men did and how men thought. But hiding your phone isn't manly shit. I'm just saying it like that. I don't care if it's offensive or not. I told you I'm going to be offensive as fuck for the rest of my life. People like, oh, there's no way they're that fit. There's no way they have a marriage. That's my favorite one. People always like, oh, there's no way their marriage is like it is. They don't have sex all the time. They don't, they're not all loving and affectionate. They don't cuddle and spend all time with each other. I love spending time with my wife. In fact, right now she went to go get our kids to, at school. I hate that she's not here. I can't stand it. Drives me nuts. I love being around my wife, like so much. And she loves being around me. And for all of you idiots that just went, oh, let's ask her. I bet she doesn't. Like, you guys are so fucking miserable. Just because your life sucks doesn't mean that you need to shit on someone else's. You're like that little kid. I'm going to do that because out of spite, I don't. I hate what you have because I don't have it. What are you, seven? You guys need to grow the fuck up and do adult things. You don't like the relationship you're in, fix it, make it better, or replace it. You don't like the body you're in, fix it. You don't like the job or the money you're making, fix it. I built the inner circle just to help people earn money and get rich as hell. I built the Spartan army to help men and dads get fit and strong without giving up their whole fucking life. And so they can be an asset and not a liability. That's why I built it. Nobody has the transformations and, and the life skills and the mindset that the Spartan Army has. Nobody. Because I go, this is what you need to do. This is how you do it. And then I stand on your trachea until you get there. Because a lot of times people come into our, pro, into our program, I believe in you more than you believe in you half the time. Well, I do fucking believe in you because I've been you. I've been at the bottom. I've looked in the mirror and I've hated the person I saw. And I knew I was a phony fuck. And until I turned and I faced every single thing I was afraid of that I didn't like, every single thing that pissed me off that I was embarrassed about, that I, that I, just, I was just disgusted by, until I looked right down the throat of that dragon, I never changed until I did that. When I did that, all I saw were opportunities one after the other. And they all came wrapped up in heavy, horrible, incredibly difficult work. None of them were easy. 
but I'll be damned, this life is pretty kick-ass now. I'm stronger, faster, happier. And happy is not a metric, by the way, that you gauge your life, just so we're clear. But I'm happy as a byproduct of the work and the quality of life that I have. And I'm just warming up. I have a mission to help a certain number of people before I pass away. And the number is so big. Hundreds of millions. Because I want to affect change at that level because I know what it's like to be on the other side of that equation. But I'm also not going to be nice about it. I'm going to expect. But see, that makes people uncomfortable, right? When you have high standards, when you're uncommon, people that are common get really uncomfortable around you and they go hide among common people and people with low standards. And then they validate that while they look out, trash talking everything that they want. I built all of our companies based on one thing to give people the answers and solutions they need to build and live the life that they want. Fitness, marriage, money. And listen, and if, you, if you're not married or if you fucked up your marriage and it's over and you didn't fix it, I'm going to struggle, struggle with your relationship advice. I'll tell you that right now. If you've never built a business and you're giving financial advice, I'm going to struggle listening to that. If you are sloppy and pudgy and you're giving fitness advice, I don't care how many PhDs you've got. I want to see the results. I want to see the discipline. I want to be able to touch it. But like I see people now all the time, they cover their own laziness with disbelief. And they call people like, like me that win. They call people like my wife that win. Arrogant. Arrogant. So just so we can figure this out, like I show up, I never miss. And I've documented every fucking thing. Nobody has documented a recovery like I have. From a wheelchair, knobby need 150 pounds to 195 pounds, a juggernaut who can run, no fucking problem with one cylinder, one lung. And I'm not strong. I'm athletic as fuck. I can jump, run, like literally nothing I can't do. I show up every day. I never miss ever. My wife never misses every day. And you hide behind people in a private account with a string of letters and numbers as your name and all your excuses judging my results. But I show up all the time and you never show up and you give advice to other people telling them to listen or not to listen based on your lack of experience and lack of results. Who's arrogant? Who's arrogant? The people that are showing up, you listen to when they have the results you want. You don't ostracize them. You don't vilify them. You sit down, shut the fuck up and take notes on their life. But a lot of you guys are so arrogant yourselves. You look at them with hate. You might want to cross out that word and replace it with envy, jealousy, self-loathing all that's required for you is to stop hanging around with low frequency mediocre average motherfuckers validating why their opinion is going to have any bearing on your life they don't care about you unless you stay at the same level as they are. i'm at a much higher level than most of you guys and i give a fuck about where you are i don't care if you don't like me or not 
I'm going to tell you the truth and go do better. God, I want you to win more than you want you to win. And you're too busy looking at why, why you shouldn't win and why what I'm saying is offensive and why what I'm doing, it can't, I, I have disbelief in all your hard work. I work 16 hour fucking days on my company every Sunday before I get on my inner circle coach call with a shit ton of people, by the way, you've seen the post. I'm not making it up. Every Sunday before I get on that call, I spend two hours going through our companies and what's working right now. I don't do cookie cutter bullshit. And I go, this is working right now. And then I teach it to everybody and I answer all the questions they've got as best as I can, put them in the direction. And you can actually access me anytime. Really me, not some bot. I give you my workout. I don't give you some weird workout with a rebounder and a shake weight and some fucked up diet that's impossible to follow. You can eat food with your family. You can go out to a restaurant. And then you need to move like I do. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck. You're not going to be comfortable. And that's why people don't like things. Because they go, well, yeah, but can I have something else? What's easier? What's just something different? I can't, I can't do this workout though. Yes, you can. It's going to be hard at the beginning because you don't know how to do it like everything else. But now current society says, you know what? If you don't know how to do it and it's uncomfortable and you don't like it and it, it hurts and it makes you feel like you can't do it. It makes you feel weak and, and self-conscious. You need to attack it and find a group that supports your big, fat, broke, lonely ass. And all of you get together and shit talk everybody else. Then don't complain that your life sucks. Because men like me actually give a fuck about you. And you can argue all you want, but I wouldn't be here. I don't get paid for this. I'm not doing this for money. And even if I was, I see people go out and spend $1,400 on a phone, but they won't spend three grand on a fucking personal trainer. They'll spend $150,000 on a shiny dick with wheels, but they won't spend 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 grand on a business coach to go do this because I'm actually making the money that you want, doing things that you want in the field that you want to be in. You don't have a business problem or a fitness problem. You have a priority problem because you're too busy trying to feel good in the moment, except what feels good in the moment usually costs you a bunch later on. You know, a lot of you guys, you focus on what other people are doing. You focus on what they're doing, how they're winning, and then you take offense to it because it exposes you to what you could have done had you just not quit. But you do that to take the pressure off yourself. You do that to absolve yourself of any responsibilities. Well, yeah, they're fit because, well, they, they, they don't have any kids. We got two. Oh, she's all jacked, but wait till she has kids. She made two. Well, yeah, but they spend all day in the gym, less than an hour. Yeah, but... They, they, uh, they probably have this crazy strict diet. Donuts every fucking Sunday. A dozen. A dozen. And I document it. Always disbelief instead of going, how are you doing it? How much is it going to cost? I don't care. I'll pay it. How long is it going to take? I don't care. I'll do it. How much energy is required to get the results? I will put it all in. That's how you need to live if you want the life you want. If you want to stay at the bottom and keep looking up shit talking everything that you damn well want, do yourself a favor, shut the fuck up. But if you really want the results that you see 
through the window that you keep looking through. Stop looking at other people with malice and envy who have the life and the results that you fucking want. And instead, ask them how they did it or find somebody to help you get there. I love you guys. I got to go.